Ladies and gents, very excited to have long overdue my uh, my good friend, also chef Thomas Di Donato in the house tonight. Welcome, Thomas. Oh, so excited, man! So excited. <laughs> I, I I literally when I listened to the podcast, I was waiting in line to get into a grocery store for about an hour and a half, <laughs> and it was the perfect way to kill all that time. Awesome, man! Awesome. Happy to hear that. It brought me back with Louis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It brought me back. I was there. I was like, oh. I want to hang out in the parking lot after school again. <laughs> yeah, so for those who don't know, uh, Thomas was actually, you started, I think, a couple months prior to us, uh, me and Louis. Yeah. Like three or four months. Yeah, it? I think you, uh, we had started in the fall, and I think you guys started in uh, winter. Uh, winter. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so Thomas, yeah, take us back. Since we're on that, take us back to uh, <laughs> the culinary days. What, oh, so man. what made you take that, uh, that leap in, into, into food, into the culinary school? What were you doing before? Like, what was your, what was your mind at? Well, before um, I was uh, I was at Concordia, I was in uh, I was in economics. I was planning on going into accounting. I had my minor in business studies. I was getting ready for the transition to go to John Molson. Then I go, you know what? Maybe business administration. And then, like, I was just I just got fed up of it. I got I got totally totally fed up of it. Let me just I feel like there we go. Beautiful. The lighting's good over here. Nice. I don't want it to yeah, shine off good. my head too much. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say I'm I, going blind. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. So like I didn't I I I didn't feel it anymore. I didn't feel it anymore. And um, I go, you know what? It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a good opportunity to try something new. I always love cooking. I mean, it's. It's the same story. You ask any, I feel like you ask pretty much any Italian or at least any Italian, but every other chef, like, why did you go in, get into cooking? Somebody in your family down the line or somebody, you know, taught you how to cook a dish that you ate and it changed your life. And you were like, wow, this yeah. is, this is, you know, this is what I want. So I knew, I knew from the get go that after university, I wanted to do, I was going to do cooking school regardless. I was going to do it regardless, you know what I mean? And um, I, uh, I was like, eh, might as well. Might as well jump in. Yeah, man. Yeah, and uh, like you said, uh, you nailed it because not only did they, like, you know, uh, inspired us through their cooking, let's say parents, grandparents, whatever it was, but just the passion, the love they had for it. When you used to see them in the kitchen cooking yeah. and the hours and hours they would put into whatever it is they were making with love. Oh, that, yeah. I fell in love with that. Like, Dude, the fact that... Um, I, I mean, I remember my grandmother waking up. First of all, I don't know how it was in everyone else's family, but in my family, my my grandfather, my grandfather had gotten before I was the year before I was born, got into a car accident, so his health was always like in a bit like oh, a bit shaky. Oh, but before yeah. he was the one that cooked all the time, yeah, all the time. My dad always told me he was used to, and he used to make. Imagine Italians making falafel. My grandfather used to make falafel. What? You know what I mean? Like he used to love cooking, like. Where, where did he get that from? Where did he, he saw well, it somewhere? Uh, yeah, I think he saw it somewhere. Plus, like somewhere down the line in my family, there was like some part Egyptian. So oh, okay. maybe maybe it came from there, you know, which is great because That's amazing. You know what I mean? Like that kind of food is awesome. Yeah. But um, yeah, like uh, my grandmother then took the reins to cooking, and my grandmother's approach. Like my grandfather was a perfectionist. Yeah, everything was shaped. The meticulous, you know, you oh, know when yeah, you're making yeah. your ravioli and it has yeah, to, yeah. It, uh, the seal on this one, it's okay, throw it. No, the seal isn't, it's not going to cook. It's going to look fucked up. It's going to open. Gonna, it's going to, yeah. 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 You know, why take the chance? And uh, like, that was more my grandfather. My grandmother was more like, nah, don't worry. We do it by eye and it's going to come out. Yeah. And <laughs> so but like, I mean, I spent, I spent time in the kitchen as a kid for God knows God knows how long, man. I, st I think I started cooking when I was like, I, I for myself, like I was, I would make like, you know, start cooking like yeah. a professional chef there. But, yeah. you know, like at around like nine, 10 years old, I was making stupid things. Yeah. So. And for you to talk, like, I know I had, I had that moment, like when I realized, okay, like this is what I think I was meant to do. When did you have that moment where like, okay, this is what I, what I have to do? The moment, um, you might have had several, but like that one that really stood out. Like it's it's hard it's hard to pick. Yeah, it's hard to pick when exactly it was. But I feel like um, I mean I usually I usually love cooking for uh, family get-togethers. You know, Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever the hell you do. Yeah. Um, and I think it was for like a, I had done an anniversary supper where I made I made something. I don't remember what the hell I made, but I saw how everybody. First of all, what happens? 
when you cook, you're just bringing people together. You yeah. know what I mean? It's one of the food revolves around every event in your life. You have a funeral, you go to a restaurant after the funeral. You have a baby, you got to have a baby shower afterwards. You're having whatever it is, you got to have food. If you don't yeah. have food, you're not really celebrating. And I, my family does so much celebrating that I just wanted that, you know, like you, 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 you want to bring people together to enjoy. And I feel like it happened at a young age at some point. I just always spent my time in the kitchen. I told myself I might as well just get into that because I love it. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know? For me, it was, uh, I don't know, I think it was, yeah. So I, I remember actually going back to, uh, to Pius. I remember this quite clearly. I think we were, I think it was after our class. We used to finish like around what, 10 o'clock, 10, 15 at night we'd finish. And we're in the locker room. We're getting changed. And we had, an, I think like our first exchange, we said, I forget how we said it. Like, uh, you know, where were you before? What were you doing? And we both said, yeah, we said. Oh, you and me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I remember we that. Said, yeah, economics. Yeah, you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. suck. I hate it. Yeah, me yeah. too. <laughs> how old are you? Uh, I don't know, 20, what were you, 26, 27? Yeah, 20, yeah, around there. And uh, yeah, we just connected on that. We had the same sort of background story. I fucking exactly. hated what I was studying. Oh, I remember, <laughs> I remember my last final exam. Okay, I was in economics. I swear to God, Tom. What I, a shitty program. I, I a what a shit like, program. I had this, I had this fucking pamphlet, this fucking book of an exam. And I put my name on it. I turned. It was a question. And then the whole page was blank to, to fucking draw a graph, put your, your numbers and shit. I left it blank. I did maybe one out of the fucking 30 questions. Yeah. And see you later. And that was it. That was the last class I had. And you knew. I knew. This is not you knew me. that this was not for you. I can't stay three, three hours in a fucking lecture, listen to somebody talk and go home and then study and then break your head. And then the exams come, you're fucking doing, uh, you're studying for three or four finals in a week. Right? Yeah. It's it fucking built sense. to make you to, to fail. Obviously yeah. there's people that, you know, they, they make it through and they, they go through that pain. But for me, it wasn't, I couldn't, I'm sorry, but it, it how, uh, how different was it? Like, you know, like your first day in, in university, you walk in, you automatically, you know, people because you're, you're yeah. going to university with, you know, people you went to college with. So yeah. when you walked into Pius, how was that? Oh, that first day was the quietest day I've yes. ever had in my life. Yeah. <laughs> but you see, everybody's fucking suppressing with it. You know, everyone, because especially in, in, in our field, cooks, yeah. we're fucking creative, right? We're all there for the Your same Your mind's thing. always going. So yeah. everyone's suppressed. Everyone's like shy. You know, you know what I'm saying? But, and then once you break the ice, you go around the table and you start talking. And what was great about it is so many different cultures in, in, oh. our, in our class. Yeah. It was fucking incredible. Like, I was so happy to get there and it, it wasn't like, you know, full of Italians. Not, yeah. not to shit on Italians, but no. you know what I mean? When you yeah. go out to a restaurant, nine times out of ten, do you want to go for Italian food? Never. You know? I go to one place, a little, a little uh, plug here, but I go to one place, I don't know if you've been already, but where Louis works at Luciano. I've Italian. never been. I have to go, have man. To, I'm telling you, man, everything, all the pastas are homemade. It's incredible. That's where I, I go for Italian. But you're right. I, I love going for different uh, different cuisine man we have it all the time like if I, if i have to go it's not even really italian yeah what's your place where, where do you go i love i i don't know if you've ever been to mochone no it's i want to go oh dude yeah i went to i went to high school with uh with uh, luca cianciulli he's he's the uh the owner there yeah the, the executive chef and him and his uh his girlfriend i don't know fiance if they got engaged yet or something but she's the pastry chef but the whole staff worked at Tuckey. Oh my God! He was sous chef at Tuckey for five years. His girlfriend was pastry chef at Tuckey. His maitre d was was uh, front of house at Tuckey. So the wine pairing, first of all, the wine. I just got chills, man. I, I'm gonna tell you why in a sec. Go, go on. The wine pairing is f forget about it. But the food isn't. It's not pretentious food. Not that Tuckey is pretentious. You know what I mean? It's not that that like overly done. You know, super meticulous food. It's just it's refined. It's it's refined. The taste. I had the meal of my life when I went there. What'd you have? Was, oh, dude, just I went for Valentine's Day. I told I, you. By the way, you want to go there when it opens? You gotta get it, uh, reservations three weeks in advance at least. Okay. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I had this butternut squash soup. That was the first thing he gave me, and I I, I remember trying it, and I looked at my girlfriend. I'm like. No, I, I literally almost shed a tear and I'm like, we're in for it tonight. It tasted like, like creme caramel. There was brown butter with, with, uh, with salt on top. And yeah, I put some, and I was tasting it. And it was aerated with a, with a siphon. And I was like, this is just the soup. 
You know what I mean? What the fuck is about to come out? Like? No, it was crazy. The menu is, I love the menu. It's like, the, there's 12 things, starts to finish on the menu, two wow. specials. Tasting That's menu? It. No, 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 not tasting. They have appetizers and they have mains. Oh, fuck. And, and you, the pastas, everything's made there. The pasta, their bolognese is like, I had that and it was like life-changing, but their carpaccio was, he ages the beef, uh, um, oyster mushroom chips, uh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, are they, are they doing any takeout right now? Delivery? Uh, yeah, they do takeout. Yeah, they do oh, takeout. Shit. I would definitely, definitely try it. It's fantastic. Price-wise, it's incredible. Everything's from Where Quebec. are they located? They are on Villeray and St. Dennis. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. the hotspot. Yeah, hotspot. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's banging over there. But the, the beautiful, beautiful restaurant. Yeah. The 25-seater. Cozy. Service the the service. I've never gotten better service in my yeah. life. Yeah, man. You don't even notice your place settings disappearing and getting changed. Oh, I love my it. water glass love felt it. like it stayed here the entire time. <laughs> you're taking you're taking me back to the Tucky. I I did Tucky once. Okay, my my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got referred by um by by family. Okay, they said you got to try this out. They're huge foodies. It's my cousin and and her husband. Huge mm-hmm. huge foodies, and um. He sent me a link. This was like four years ago, I think. And he goes, Steve, you got to check this out. They're having a special. I think it was like under 30 years old. You get, you save like 40%, something crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get there, tasting menu. Like you said, man, the service, I never seen that in my life. Okay. You yeah. get in, the girl obviously takes your jacket. It was in the winter, takes your jacket, puts you down. They walk you to the table. They pull your chairs. They seat you down. The fucking, the forks and the knives are fucking straight. They measured it with a fucking uh, yeah. tractor, whatever the fuck it's called. And <laughs> it's it, it's like that though. The second the second you're like you said your the water is empty, boom. boom. The bread is empty, boom. You, the bu- they're like anything. ghosts. You don't see them. Yeah, and the, every the tasting menu. So every course they brought, they brought obviously a different wine pairing with it, and they explained the story behind the plate, behind the wine. Yeah, it was what the. I, I have chills. I fucking have chills right now talking about it. I, ha- I had a cocktail at Mochani where he fills you he, he made an old-fashioned but he washes the glass with like a different whiskey just to get the taste what? and i was like he washes with whiskey yeah 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 yeah. where's he where's he where's he throw it out with like a smoky whiskey he just puts it in and he he mixes it up and like he he gets it to like rub against the glass and then he fills it up with the other whiskey just to to add the wow. smoking I will okay but does, does that the first whiskey, orange it, and the first whiskey does it stay in the glass or he takes yeah it yeah 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 he, but he puts so little okay and it's just to just give to that, that little back taste because it's it's about more 12 year it's like a fucking campfire <laughs> so it it's it's pretty crazy on the palate so you don't want too much of it Fuck, but man. everything everything was was really well done i like i enjoy the menu because the menu is like you know do you like places where you gotta like buy 12 different plates to eat no I'm not that crazy about that. No. no. Like, I understand, no. like, the presentation is nice because, yeah, I can plate my salad yeah. beautifully. But the yeah. thing is, is that the meal is going to cost me $484 because, yeah. I, you know, I can't get a dish, a yeah. full dish, yeah. you know? Yeah. I got to share everything. <laughs> You're so, talking about, like, a, like a tapas uh, menu? Well, like, uh, look, I went to, and the food was fantastic. I had a tasting menu there because it was, it was another Valentine's Day. Valentine's is such a scam. Where'd you go? Uh, Le Fantôme, highly oh. recommended. Yeah. Great. Very, very good food. Um, but like everything small, you know, like when you leave, yeah. I'm yeah. Italian. Look at me. You know, you, have you been to uh, Damas? I haven't been to Damas. Oh my God, Thomas. So yeah, I know what you're saying. hundred percent, man. Like the small, the small portions happens, but these guys do have a tasting menu. I think it was about 75 bucks. Okay. I think you get five or six dishes. You get, the, you know, your lamb, you get your fish, you get um, all your, I think your hummuses, your baba ganoush, your beet hummus. And it's uh, a volonté. They have like almost like a non pita bread style. I forget what it's Ooh. called, but it's everything is fucking incredible, man. Everything has flavor. I've, I've got to go there. And the, again, the service is top notch. You have I mean, to check it out. It's beautiful inside too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, one of the best experiences I've had. Was that Damas, man? Sick. Solid. I gotta try that, and then I gotta try sumac. Apparently, sumac. Sumac, very good too. yeah, yeah, man. We're fucking spoiled, man. Montreal is just. Especially I hope they now, make it through this, times. man. I hope people are making it through this. I hope there's there's for sure restaurants that are gonna have to close. And that's one reason I started this, man. Is I want to just fucking get the message out there how important it is to support local because this is the backbone of our of our fucking city. The point of the podcast was that is just to spread awareness for local markets and get Beautiful. through this fucking tough time together, man. So. um 
yeah, those those are places that you like you mentioned. Top notch. Now, right? now it's gonna start though. I feel like now that people are starting to go outside, like you see that I, I had stopped catering altogether. Yeah. yeah. During this time because I work in a hospital. The last thing I need to do is, you know, yeah, bring yeah, you yeah. bring you some 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 food with a side of COVID. You know what I mean? Like, so you're, 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 first, you're the first guest on the, on the podcast that's a frontline worker, man. So first, thank you for everything you do, man, oh, at geez, the hospital. You're at Santa Cabrini, the nurses, right? The nurses are the ones that are really, like, still, in the shit. I'm, I'm kind of in the back, but, so, so. So, yeah, so what man, do you do it's, exactly? it's tough. Well, I, I work in the operating room. I basically take care of maintaining all their medical inventory. So they have, like, over 4,000 products that I have to wow. make we have to do the logistics of all that to make sure that they always have everything for operations. It's been slow because they haven't been operating because of this, but yeah. now it's like starting to pick up. So Fuck. it's, it's, it's good. I mean, I guess people are starting to come to the hospital, which is good in a way, but you know, like there's, there's yeah. surgeries that need to happen. Like you, if you need a knee replacement, you're not going to go now with COVID, you know? Yeah. yeah. So how, so how's it been like, Maybe now, hopefully, I think we're hopefully going towards the tail end of it. But like when it was, it's hard to tell. Like, yeah, like, it's hard to tell because now people are going to start going out. We haven't gotten to the the the, the peak. The peak. So people are going to start going out. So you don't know where this peak's going to be. But like at the hospital, uh, everybody's doing double shifts. It's it's crazy, and the doctors were telling me like, oh. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll get you do, do some contracts with you. So this, you can bring food to the hospital. And, but I told them, I go, guys, I don't think it's a good idea. Not a good look. Maybe if, right if I was home, it'd be one thing and, and I'd be able to prepare. And, you know, I know that it's all, it's all good, but like, I'm here. I, I don't want to okay, on that chance. topic, Thomas. Okay. Cause I see just like looking at your stuff on, uh, on Instagram, on Facebook, especially now your, your recipes, uh, videos, man, are getting better and better every time. It's a learning process, man. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome. You're getting and what is there something holding you back from jumping in 100% into food? Like, what's what's happening? What's your right now? Just this, the instability right now is not a good idea to jump 100% into food. I feel <laughs> bad for. I actually, I actually know of people that opened a restaurant a week before the closing, oh, which is like, dude, oh man, yeah. Talk about talk talk about having a bad week, you know? Fuck. Um. I have some friends that are that have catering companies that they have like brick and mortar and they're making it through or they're making it through well. I don't know like how are the orders are happening, but just the fact that like school closures happened and all that right there, you know, you don't have kids coming to get sandwiches at lunch to get your their yeah. paninis or, you know, so there's, there's a, there's for sure a loss somewhere and you got to hustle more, but um, I'm, I'm actually kind of glad I didn't jump in right away. Yeah. Uh, I feel like after this, once we dip into the, the, the next wave of this and the housing market crashes, maybe I'll buy a spot. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm, that's the economic side now that's, yeah. that knows what's coming, you yeah. know, and I'm just going to fucking wait it out a little bit before that's I true. jump in. But it would be, I'd be down. I was eyeing places. Okay. My girlfriend's good. a photographer. Yeah. So originally what I wanted to do was get a, a spot with a, a, an apartment upstairs and commercial space at, uh, on the main floor so I can turn it into like a bistro and also put in a photo studio so she can work on her stuff. Nice. And at the same time, I'd be able to do cooking recipes in the studio, you know, like videos like and, and photo shoots and all that. So it would be like a, you know, a, and, and we can do like a full, an all round service with parties and stuff, you know, like yeah. photographer and catering packages, you know, like stuff like that. That's really cool this shit just put a dent in it. So for now, yeah, but again, you know, these times, like you said, housing market, it goes down. Always, always keep your eyes and ears. You open. never know. You never yeah. know what could come up during these times. So, but think, uh, things yeah. are in motion. I'm starting to become a culinary uh, food director. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's crazy how long it takes to film those videos. Like I make a, f a seven minute video. It takes like 10 hours to do. Yeah. Oh, I know. Crazy. I know. Yeah. I know. When I, when I started doing it, when I realized though, uh, what a lot of people like to you could maybe take a uh, take a shot at it but i, I want to start doing these like quick minute minute and a half videos yeah. like choppy i don't give a shit just choppy 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 people choppy. don't have I attention don't... spans exactly people are just fucking scrolling and scrolling yeah. so yeah. <laughs> you got to catch your attention and it's got to be quick yeah. good obviously and it'll work because uh and it has to be easy yeah if you don't make easy. it easy there's a lot of people out there that like cooking is like they don't know what's going on you know yeah and i feel bad for them because i feel like everybody should know how to cook yes 
Yes, you it's know? a skill that everybody should have a basic, you know, understanding or you know, like bring back home economics. <laughs> make people make <laughs> their own casanada at home. You know, like do it, do it. It doesn't matter if it, there's a lot of sugar in it. At least you know how to make something. Exactly, you're creating. At the end of the day, when you create something, you can look, you can be proud of it. You're feeding. You're feeding your family. Like, what does it take to make a plate of pasta? Nothing. Water. You need water. Ten minutes. Some garlic and some oil, and you can make yourself a fantastic, you know, like, a great you. plate of pasta. Fantastic, so I love can it. do it. So you know, yeah. that's what that's what we're trying to do, man. We're trying to yeah. we're trying to spread it and 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 spread the, the the love of it. Maybe hopefully people people respond to that. Yeah, man. I think it it's like you said before at the beginning. It's it's something that everybody can relate to. You know, any party, any celebration, it revolves mainly around the food. Okay, did you get did you order the food? What are we having? You know, where where are we going to eat after? Like it's always the same. <laughs> Yeah, it's always that. And on our part, they don't, you know, I feel like the people like you, when you go, when you go to a party and, and you have to actually cook at the person's house, you, you've done those that you, yeah. you're cooking at the house. Don't people just watch you? Oh, yeah. You're, if, if they have an island, the island is the spot where everybody yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, they're all around you doing you. And, and it becomes a show and you, you entertain and you're talking to people and you're making jokes and they're laughing. Oh, what are you doing there? Oh, I'm mixing this because you don't want to put the lemon too quick or else it's going to overcook the fit. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, when you're at home. Do and people are like blown away. Yeah, the little, little details that, it, that you don't think about. And, and, so and I love it. It's such a great learning experience to be in front of people because you, 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 you I feel like you connect more with what you're, what you're doing. You yes. Know? Yes. You're, you're teaching them and you're, and then you, you might even learn, you know, what, you know, different ways that they do things. If you're, if you have to like cook yeah. there, right? Yeah. Second you add parsley and they're like, oh no, we don't really like parsley. Okay. So we're going to add a little bit less of that. Yeah, you know, it's happened. It's happened. No, Ooh, we don't like too much black pepper. Okay, so one turn is enough. It's fine. As you're fucking doing it. As you're doing it. As you're there, okay, we're going to fucking get rid of this. <laughs> Holy shit, man. It's so true. It's, it, it, it's like that, man. It's, it's these experiences that you live. You've, there's, there's certain jobs that live certain experiences and being a, being a cook, being a chef, owning a restaurant, working in, in the food business, you have so much. I, I did a catering where the oven, I was doing brunch. I had slept over in Saint-Jean-sur-Richelieu at a house with hard water. Have you ever had to cook with hard water? It smells like sulfur. No. Like <laughs> yellow water that they don't have like city, like Fuck. the water just smells like eggs. So what you do? It's fine. You can consume it, but do you want your pasta to smell like eggs? It depends. It depends what you're making. No, like bad That's eggs. Kind of <laughs> no, like really like bad. You know, the oven broke while I was having, while I was making breakfast. I, it, broil was the only thing that worked. Have you ever tried to make bacon on broil? No, not yet. <laughs> an hour and a half to make bacon on broil. In and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. Trying to keep a constant temperature. Holy, what time did you guys fucking eat breakfast at? Dude, I woke up at four in the morning to cook. To make brunch for 11. It wow. was ridiculous. It was wow. ridiculous. We got it done. I got it. It was alone. I got it done. It was like for like 15 people. But wow, dude, on broil, like the oven goes when I'm there. That's crazy. That's fucking sabotage, man. You know? fucking... Or you get to someone's house, you bring your whole kitchen. Because when I do catering at a house, I, br I don't know what they have. Yeah. So I take the truck. Same. Load it full. up. Put everything. Put yeah. Induction stove. Do your pots work on an induction stove? All of them. Not all of them. Not the big one that I brought to do all the pasta. It's an alloy. I didn't know it was magnetic, but it has an aluminum core. Go figure. It was, it's, there's, it's, it's adapting. Yeah. You want to, you want to be a chef. You have to adapt. adapt. Yeah. You, you, there's no, there's no, no, it's only supposed to work this way. No, no, no. Get it done. When you're in the fucking shit, you're in the juice. <laughs> I love being in the juice though. I know. Isn't it a rush? Yeah. There's yeah. like a fire under your ass. You're there and you, you feel like you're in a war. That's when the fucking best, your best creations come out, man. Because oh, you're just, it's God. pure instinct. It's pure fucking, your blood pressure. You're like, you're, you're flying. You're, you're in another world. You're just fucking. In, in oh, culinary school, did it ever go bad for you? Did you ever have like a, like a night where you. Um, you know, I, I have to say if we did, because we had, we had a crazy, amazing team. It was me, uh, Louis, Youssef, and this other guy, Massimo. So oh. we. We were honestly all yeah. hardworking guys. Uh, we didn't fucking bitch. Whatever had to be done had to be done. We did it. Uh, we got along super well. Um, so t we had one night. I was telling this. Uh, we we're talking about it with Lou. Power, the power went off in the uh, kitchen and dining room. Luckily, most of the ovens were gas. We're mm -hmm. Okay. 
but that was fuck that was something man on desserts we were fucking uh, i think we had to make what apple i think a little apple pies or something in the pizza ovens and it was a bit I of mean, a it was it was keeping the heat just just for them yeah, to get out yeah yeah luckily Plus, i remember they had to they had to turn off the vents because the food was was getting cold so they just turned everything off yes yes yeah yeah everything was off and um luckily the good thing you know when you're when you're in culinary school you're what 20 students you're doing your fucking yeah. mise en place as a monday so you have all your prep is done everything is there it's so not, unrealistic though yeah yeah exactly it's it doesn't the, the, it's not you take care of one dish it's you take care of the mains exactly you know? take care of 15 20 dishes oh shit yeah. okay <laughs> which is nuts in a restaurant yeah, yeah man but um, the 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 team aspect i, I really liked I, yeah. I loved the brotherhood thing yeah the brotherhood and also i liked the fact that we rotated as as heads of of the team every week yeah um what is this this meeting has been upgraded oh look at this yeah sick i just got that <laughs> pop-up beautiful um but i i i like I liked it because you got to see how everybody was. And in doing that, I feel like, I feel like that's what makes you, you know, like when they say like you come out of culinary school, are you a chef? Not really. You're not a chef. You're a cook. Yeah. You're a cook. You don't have any experience. Yeah. You've never been in the shit. Yeah. You know, never felt never, that. you never had somebody yelling at you. What the fuck? You gotta get some food out. What are you doing? Hurry up. What are you doing? You're standing there just watching and crying good with your finger cut off. You know, like, and you're there and you're panicking you're like oh my god okay what do you you know you stop you you, and you start getting everything done that's you know like those are those are the times that like they 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 mold you so you need that experience yeah i had i had done a pop-up um two summers two summers ago wow time flies and it was i did it with derek Curzy, yeah, yeah. Top I did it with a shout out to like what a what a chap. I love oh, having him awesome. in the kitchen. Yeah. I loved having him in the kitchen. Tw- every time he would just twenty five years, three gold medals. You know, like random. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know the the random yells, the random oh. fits that he would pull. Wait, in and then he would drop his car. What did he have? A Corvette? What do you say? <laughs> the, the the Nissan truck. What he go take the, the <laughs> this is gonna go in the truck after whatever. Hey, I should put it in the garbage. <laughs> He's the, He's it's the normal so spits. You know, what are you doing eating? It's time to clean. This is, it's not even good. Then he used to throw it away. It actually looked pretty good. He used to turn around. And then he, he would walk away. He would be laughing to himself. Like, <laughs> fucking guy. But uh, we, we, oh. had done, we had done a pop-up. 50 people, five course menu. Wow. And I, I wanted to challenge myself on it. I had rented a space. The kitchen was beautiful. The kitchen to work in. Oh, my God. Nice. Never worked in such a beautiful kitchen. Yeah. Uh, cook and date. Yes. Okay. I remember seeing uh, the pictures. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Awesome place. Um, the uh, full, fully equipped for whatever you need to gas, do. gas ovens or Go, gas, uh, uh, three ovens, uh, two uh, dishwashers, uh, crazy hundred thousand dollar kitchen. Jesus Christ. Nuts. Um, but we had done it there and I, I wanted to challenge myself by, I didn't test out any of the dishes when I made the menu. I just, I feel like when you cook, at least for me, like, you know, like you, you, what gets you inspired when you're trying to make a dish? What do you Honestly, it could be, it could be anything. Fuck. Honestly, uh, yes. Last night I opened the fridge. I had some leftover lobster meat. I had, what else did I have in there? Um, Lobster shells. Good for you, by the way, leftover lobster in the fridge. That's when you know (laughs) that you made it. Good for good for you. Leftover lobster. Everybody's got onions and fucking and mustard. This guy's it was, no. It okay, up. listen. It was for catering. I had a catering, <laughs> and then whatever whatever little cuts I had left. Yeah. Uh, fucking <laughs> um. Anyway, mascarpone. I mixed that all up. Made my filling. Put nice. some lemons in. Yeah, I, I actually that. had some orange. I put some orange zest in there. Mm. Uh, parsley, whatever, salt, pepper, and then I did my uh, my pasta. I want to try just egg yolks. Fuck the the whole egg. What a difference, man. Right. What a fucking luscious. Difference. Yeah, so you can, smooth, you can man. It melts in your mouth. of seven of them, though, because it fills you up so intensely. Yeah, man. But yeah, it could be anything. It could it just look. What I love is looking at my fridge, my pantry, and just fucking going at it. Exactly. Like you, like you tagged me in the challenge, the five recipe challenge. That was awesome. I I love things like that. I love th- like tomorrow. I was I've been thinking about it all week. I'm like, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? And then today, I was like, you know what? And it just it just like clicked into my head, like what I wanted to do. But it's I feel like we're, we might be making the same thing. Uh. Should we say it? What are you making? Well, I'm I'm making I'm I'm not doing like um like I, barley like like risotto style. You know what I mean? Like I'm not You're making not. like a risotto out of that. I'm gonna turn them into chips. 
I'm going to make barley chips. Holy shit. Wow. You okay. cook it. You cook yeah. it. You blend half of it. You put it back in. You mix it and you put it on a silpat and you just let it cool at room temp. Then you cut your shapes because the, 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 it'll hold. And then you just fry it and it comes like chips. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I don't know if it's going to work. I feel like it might work. Wow, that's how the majority crazy. of my stuff is. Like, I was I'll, thinking I'll, maybe I thought right away my head went to risotto. I know we, we did it in uh, Apayas. It tastes remember? fantastic. The saffron uh, barley risotto or whatever. Yeah. But uh, I was thinking, I don't know if I could make fl- uh, like a flour and then make a pasta with it. Yeah. You can, you can buy a barley flour. You can even bread it. I was, at one point I was thinking I was doing the barley, letting it dry out a bit and then br- breading it like panko. Oh fuck, that's good. No, but then how would it stick? You you do an egg wash. Yeah, you do, you do your, yeah. your little, and it would yeah. go. Dredge it. There's there's like so that, many. That's, that's, that's how I came up with the menus. You know, like I, I I have like a an idea of what I a wanted to taste like and b the textures that I want in my head. And yeah. then from there you just deconstruct. Like when I did the burger, I wanted to get smoky, sweet, and and um, and savory. I'm like, how do how do I work? All that that's another like, flavor that we got to add. I know that umami is the combination of everything, but we got to add that yeah. smoky into umami tuna. We gotta- yeah. You know? So I was like, oh, I'll get the smoked gouda. Smoke okay, what am I going to do with the apples? And honestly, like the, the mustard, I just tried it out like that. And I, when I tasted it, I was like, what the hell? Yeah. And, and, and that's pretty much how I planned that menu for, for, uh, for, for the, the pop-up. pop-up. And it worked. It worked amazing. It was the most work I've ever done in my life. I've never, right. in a kitchen, I remember my step counter on my phone, 35 kilometers what? in a kitchen. Have you ever moved 35 kilometers of steps back and forth between a fridge and an oven? 35 kilometers. 35 kilometers. We were there from 6 in the morning How big was the fucking to kitchen? midnight. Crazy. It wasn't that big. It was, was just back and, back and back, forth, back, back. back and forth, back and forth. Five courses, so, you said? Five courses for 50 people, pork tenderloins. Uh, just you and Chef Derek? Just me and Derek. I did the prep. The, the two days before I started the prep. No wait stuff. Cavatelli's by hand. Wow. froze everything. Yeah, 50 portions of cavatelli is a bitch to make, man. Fresh pasta. If Guys, whoever's, whoever's listening out there. If, if you're ordering handmade pasta and you complain about it, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm going on record. Yeah, I it agree. Time, it takes work. Yeah, it's a lot of fucking work. You want Unico? We can go get Unico. <laughs> we can go get it. It's cheaper. We, don't you enjoy it more when they... No, no, no. It doesn't have to be handmade. Beautiful. Oh, man. You know? Those are the best. You, you got to serve the right crowds, too. That's important. I find if you yeah. serve the people that don't have a, a little understanding or appreciation of what went into it. That's where it's like, it's tough. Yeah, you have to tailor, you have to tailor your menu towards the, the clientele that you're going to cook for. You can't take the old school Italian that only likes pasta only with tomato sauce and make him like, Oh, look, I did this pizza with potato and raspberries with mint on it. And, and, and they're going to be like, what the fuck is that? Is that dessert or, you know, where's, I just want, you know, greasy cheese and pepperoni on my pizza. Or something. John. You know, for my daughter, don't fuck around. Yeah, but you see, that's that's the kind of thing that is also like uh, 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 an eggplant parm. I can have that anytime. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, there's classics. Yeah, but I like to. Tom, what's your yeah? So that what's your like if right now tonight comfort food? Like, what are you ordering? What's your what's your oh. go to? Because choose one thing. I know it's hard, but one. I love I love Asian food. Yeah, I'm a fucking sucker for Asian food, man. Yeah, I love. What, what, what be specific? What dish? I love ramen. Oh fuck! I could, I could, I could bathe in ramen. <laughs> I could bathe in it for like a week at a time. I love like it. A ramen bath. Oh. I love it. I, I love, I love anything that's, that's meticulous to make. You know, like that. Oh, the broth was made like it's been boiling for seven days. Beautiful. You know, stuff like that. Um, even, even just Chinese food. Any, any Asian food. I. It's such a hard question, man. I know there's so many. Honestly, it's, it's, there's so many fucking things. I don't. I, did you ever have uh, the the squid balls there? Uh, uh, tap, tapiaki? No. The little. The little. Uh, they look like little um, little spheres of like crepe batter, and then on the inside there's a squid or octopus, and then no. they put kewpie mayo, and they put hoisin on top. Jesus Christ! With bonito flakes, dude. Where's this? Where Where do you get this? They're like savory timbits. Where Where Where? Um, there's a, I, I went, I had them at Hotudagu, 
near uh, Place des Spectacles. Uh, I was going to say Momofuku. <laughs> no, no, Momofuku, dude. That was another experience at Momofuku. Oh, you Momofuku. went? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Momofuku was crazy. I had the okonomiyaki, the, the pancake. Jesus. That they do. That was, I, when I went there, my girlfriend couldn't believe how, many, how much I ordered. I told her, I go, listen. Once. Yeah. Look I'm around. just going to take everything. And if I don't eat it, I don't eat it. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I'm okay when with it. back here. Yeah, yeah. Dude, the bao buns, they got it down. The chicken bao buns and the pork bao I, buns. You're already salivating. I see you salivating as you're oh, talking. Dude, dude. Crazy. The ramen, crazy. The, the, the pancake, crazy. Milk bar we went to after to get the, the cereal milk. Oh, yeah. Uh, ice cream. Fuck. The crack tart, the, the, the crack pie. Yes, yeah, so, it's literally like, crack. It's like, yeah, it's literally crack, right? It's yeah. literally crack. I saw her on, it was on Chef's Table, right? Her, yeah. Her episode, yeah. Insane. I highly, highly recommend going. We went to the one in, we tried which, to go to the one sorry. in New York. Uh, which cereal do they use to infuse that milk? What do they use? Uh, cornflakes. Just cornflakes. It's just, it's not a super sweet. It's just, it, you taste, the, it, enough. Feels, it feels like you're drinking the milk of the cornflakes. Oh, that's the best fucking part. Yeah. It's the best part of cereal. I don't like the milk. cereal. I hate the cereal. Just fucking wait for the end. Just the fact that she thought of that and she marketed it, genius. she sold it, was genius. You know what genius. I mean? Like, that's, that's, that's how it should be. You know? yeah simple yeah. simple things like that um Who, yeah I had, I had done uh like 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 look like the when you make like a condiment or something that's super simple and it just goes with everything i had made uh cubanos not too long ago yeah i saw that man and i did the mojo marinade the mojo marinade is insane you want to know what you have to do with the mojo marinade you take right. a bit of it and you mix it with mayo and sour cream and you turn it Jeez. into like a crema Fuck Salads. Fuck you. It goes on anything. It's crazy. But it's little little things that you can you tweak yeah. around and you 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 just develop uh, kinds of taste that you can put on anything. And that's one thing with you, uh Tom, <laughs> like I have mad respect for is that you're not afraid, like like me, you're growing up in that traditional Italian uh, background, but you're not afraid to fucking blow up the box when it comes to developing flavors like just looking at i was looking at your um your menu on your uh gusto catering by the way guys gusto catering or it's actually tretar gusto catering.com you gotta check gotta it keep out it French. i'm just looking at the private menu course and i don't know just yeah i'll take one of them uh <laughs> that private menu course is to get up serve with sauteed bok choy hoisin and sambal glaze uh give me another one hold on, <laughs> hold on. the the you steak on a sous vide chicken Did breast you- with a butternut squash puree kale slaw with a peppercorn cream sauce like you nobody would fucking think of this shit Sorry, uh, no. I think of this stuff, this kind of creative madness that goes on in your head. I love one it. One of the desserts that I have there actually came from one of my favorite drinks. I made a, I made a tart inspired by a mojito. Inspired by mojito. Serve with rub ice cream and mint caviar. <laughs> Fuck. Dude, things like that. And you know what, the, you know what the, the thing is? Is people, they see that and they're like, I don't know. Do you know how to make crepe Suzette? <laughs> but that's it goes. <laughs> Do you not see what's on the menu? I told you, you <laughs> if you fucking cater to the right people, yeah, it'll work. It doesn't Sometimes matter. we're stuck in our bubble. That's all we hear. We're like, fuck, ah, that's not going to work. You got to get out to get out of your fucking yeah, company. You got to get, honestly, the thing is, and I'm, it's sad to say, but you got to get out of the, the old school Italian community. They are people that you bring lasagnas to their house. That's it. That's, that's it. it. Codolette, you, lasagna. If you want to bring, if you want to do like no Korean offense. beef spare. No, no offense. Please no. give me your money. I'll be more than glad to. To, to provide as much joy as I can through the food that I make. Yeah. But but you want to do you want to do like Korean rib sliders? Not gonna happen. No. You know? No. No. But yeah. It's you gotta you gotta you gotta go outside, man. You gotta, and that's what I I, I started doing. And um, listen, I, I don't go too crazy. I try to keep it somewhat traditional. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's what I've been noticing by going outside of that bubble that we that we're in. Yeah. No offense to uh, you know that's. That's our tradition. That's our, That's our, our tradition. Roots. Yeah, no, obviously you have to keep, but you have to keep in if touch you, with the roots. Like you were, we're creative by nature. <laughs> you want to create delicious yeah. things. You got to cater to the, to the right people. So I want people keep to keep doing able, that. I'm trying to do that with my girlfriend. Yeah. I'm trying to feed her things that push, you know, like, like guanciale mm. or, or, or lamb's head. I'm oh, a sucker fuck. for lamb's head. I'll, I'll, I'll eat the face of any animal. I don't care if it looks disgusting. I know that the cheek tastes like my oh, girlfriend. Oh, I can't do that, so I'll shred it. Yeah, and I you know, know if I give it to her shredded, she'll eat it and she'll be like, "What is this?" And I'll be like, "You don't want to know." 
Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to yeah. like me anymore. Don't a- yeah. Don't ask. Just eat and don't ask. You like it? It's what? good. Bosh. Stop. What's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Balut. I said it. Balut. What is that? It's a half, uh, half fetus uh, duck egg. Oh, shit. At Pius, because we had maybe five or six Filipino students. Oh. And their delicacy, one of the delicacies is balut, man. And that was rough. Was Even it, lo- yeah, what was it, it was, taste like? So, it's a texture thing, though. The, huh? It's a texture. It's, te- mm-hmm. it's mind over matter. It's crazy. So the bottom is, uh, is egg yolk, cooked egg yolk. And then when you start getting halfway up, then you start seeing, okay, the, the torso, the neck, the beak, the head is there, the little, little feathers. Yo, it's fucked up. So yeah, that's, uh, the bottom that's... half is not bad. The top half, just fucking. <laughs> I don't know it, if I'll be able to do Chug that. it down with a glass of fucking whiskey or water, whatever the fuck you have. It oh was my rough. god! It Weirdest thing I ever ate was veal testicles. Oh fuck! How? How, how were they served? <laughs> Look, the first time my mom wanted to make them. Which I don't know. Anyway, my mom wanted to make them. Good for her that she's adventurous like that. Yeah. The way you're supposed to do them is you're supposed to slice them raw. And then okay. fry them, bread them, and fry them, or 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 fry them like without breading. If slice them you have raw. to cook them sliced. Slice, don't fucking start bleeding there's out. No, no, there's no. It's not like that. It's not. It's not a. It's not a, a cream puff. <laughs> it's the, the contrary to what you. I th- when I first of all the first time she made it, it was just a nut on my plate. It was just. It was the size of my fist, and it was, and it was on the plate. And I looked at it. What the fuck is that? She's like, oh, it's, uh, I made veal testicles. Okay, longest time it ever took for me to cut something with a knife because I'm like, I swear to God, I'm waiting for somebody else to do it because if something happens, I'm not going to end up on YouTube. It's not going to go viral like this. It's not going to be me. But the second time it's sliced, tasted amazing. Wow. Can't, I can't. What's the, like, what's, what's the fucking texture? What, what's, the, what's the taste? I don't know. It is, it is, a, it is a bit rubbery. <laughs> it is a bit rubbery. It's probably the closest thing you can get to chewing on a condom. But if you fry it if you do it fried it's tender it's it actually tastes really good and you fry I, just like that you don't you don't uh, you bread, bread it you, yeah you do some wow. breading like you you know you do like a, like a flour egg breadcrumb breading okay, and then you like you fry it and then when you get you hit it with chicken. some salt yeah chicken. it's like chicken but then what you do is they put parsley and they put lemon on it that's traditionally like i guess the, the recipe okay. that my mom got from somebody like with with lemon and Perfectly, perfectly fine. I'm not saying that babe, I crave it. Like tonight, I get home and I, hey, I feel like babe, get the lemon and parsley. It goes really well. No, 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 no. I'll have pasta any day. Trust me. No, it's 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 um, it's it's the adventure of doing yeah. that. Get a that, fucking that I like. It's a rush. I'll never eat bugs though. Yeah, you know what? They sell what is it? Cricket powder? Yeah. I don't. That, you might not Good even know them. it's there. Good for them. Yeah, keep I know, it. I know. Yeah, keep it. If up. I'm gonna make a powder, by the way, this is a pro tip to anybody out there: go to any Asian supermarket, buy the dried shiitakes, buy the dried mushrooms. Get a, get yourself a cheap coffee grinder, grind it into a powder, use that when you cook. Oh, instant! Oh. You just throw umami all over the place. Oh, yeah. eggs, umami, uh, risotto, mushroom risotto with with powder. Add that into the risotto. It's, it's almost it's, it's similar, similar to uh, maybe adding uh, sh- like shaving fucking truffles on it. S- not not exactly, but you're just getting that savory. You do it in a cream of mushroom. You even you put it on top raw. You don't have yeah. to cook it because then it hydrates and it cooks. It's a powder. Yeah. Yeah. So you just top it with that, and it's little, yeah, man. That's another dimension. Little little little, fucking, little tricks. Yeah, man. I like so it. So many little things that you <laughs> learn. That's that's what makes people. What was people the, what was your biggest takeaway from uh, from culinary school? You have to, I feel like you have to, um, you really have to learn how to not only work with people, but you have to learn how to trust people. Mm. Like, yeah. I'm the type of person that I like to have my hands in everything. When I, was, when I was in charge of the team, I would, first of all, I feel, I, by nature, I feel like I'm just really good at, at assigning roles to people because I, I analyze how people, you know, how people work and yeah. who can do what. Your strengths. Um, you focus on their strengths. Yeah. Yeah. You focus on their strengths and you try and go accordingly. But I feel like you also have to trust them. At a certain point, I was like, okay, yeah, like I want to see. First of all, I'm not an expert. Like, how pretentious is that for me to be doing that? <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I, it's also because I had the drive of like, I, you know, I, let's let's make it good. Let's yeah. let's make it as good as it could be. Yeah. And 
um, when you learn to trust the people on the team, everything just everything just gels together, and the, the communication was bad. At a certain point, there was no communication. I've done I've done catering with with Derek that we we were there for five hours, six hours. We didn't even talk. Yeah, you know, you already know what you, you know. It's a dance. Yeah, you know what's yeah. going on? You guys are synchronized. You already you know you know what's happening. You know where you're like at. The, the first night in the kitchen was a disaster. I had never worked in a kitchen. Yeah. So I didn't know how it was. And I remember it was a breakfast module and I had yeah. to do the eggs Benedict. Oh my God. The fucking holidays. I, they, I wasn't getting any orders for eggs Benedict. Nobody wanted any, but yeah. uh, chef Sistino would hit me with orders. Just prepare plates. Yeah. None of my, none of my poached eggs were coming out. Everything was under poached all the time because um, when I would, when I would pre poach them at the beginning, I didn't do it long enough for the whole white to set. Yeah. Then when I would put them back in, everything would separate. Fuck. So I didn't even get a plate out, but nobody was ordering it, which was fine. But I still, I told, and I told myself that day, this will never happen yeah. again. That I will, I will not be prepared for something. That's how you. But that's how you learn. That's how you get better, yeah. man. You have to. Yeah. Fu- you have to have those fuck ups. You have to have that feeling of I feel like fucking shit. I feel useless. I never want to feel this again. So you gotta cut your finger. You gotta yeah. fucking. You yeah. know. You know when they said that the most dangerous we- the most dangerous tool in the kitchen is a is a dull knife. Yeah. They are absolutely right. This yeah. this finger, I lost. I lost maybe all like a nice a nice amount of it. Like about all that just cut almost to the bone. Ooh. With a dull knife. At school. No, at home. Oh fuck! Right, and I just got them back home from work. Now I have to go back to the emergency. <laughs> you know, but you get VIP treatment at least when you go. I almost cauterized my hand on a frying pan not to go back. No, I stayed there for like six hours because the you bleeding see, wouldn't stop. Jesus Christ! You just think of a fucking no? It was pass. nuts. It was nuts. But you know, like that's now the knives are always sharp. Yeah. You fuck up once. Yeah. Make sure it doesn't. If you don't again. learn. Shame on you. Yes. Exactly. That's what it has to be in a kitchen. And that's it's, it's not only the kitchen. That's every yeah, aspect. In life, in life. Every fucking aspect. Exactly. But like, look, what if you what if you would, you know, f- do the same fuck up in a kitchen every two nights? Every two nights, it's the same mistake. You're gone. You're gone. You're gone. Nobody's yeah. gonna keep you. So you gotta be willing to learn. You gotta be. You gotta accept the fact that you don't know as much as you think you know. Yes. And. You have to be, it's, 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 it's being humble. You got to be humble when you're doing something oh. like this. Like, I, especially when you get criticism, you know, when you go to, I, you know, the buns, you know, would have been nice if they were homemade brioche. Yeah. You know, but you didn't pay for that. Yeah. Number one, number two, like, okay. I understand. Noted. Yeah, yeah. You know me, when I make my pasta, I like, it's Listen, never going to taste like you. Yeah. Everybody. everybody has their opinion. You have to have the, the, you have to be able to take it. You have to yeah. be able to understand it. And you have to be able to, you know, not go into a murderous rage. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And that's you, know, you don't have to take it to the fucking bank. Like, take it with a grain of salt. Thank you. And then you, you know, you, you look back. Is this actually going to help me? Is it valuable? The, 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 you know, is this one person out of maybe 50 that I served that said this? Or is this a recurring theme that keeps coming up? This is, so then you, then you start analyzing, okay, you know what? Maybe I should change it. Or yeah. maybe I shouldn't. Take it off the menu. If it's not working, take it off. Don't do it. Exactly. I don't cheat I love me. I love eating arancini. People love eating arancini. I hate making arancini. I hate it. Anybody that that orders arancini, I've said it before. They are not made with love. They are made with the deepest sense of just. I can't believe that they ordered this. They're fucking delicious, but you fucking right. But it's it's work, man. The first time I I did it, I don't know why the fuck I decided to do this. I made. Luckily, my my wife helped me out with this. We're up until four or five a.m. We made 736. I have that number in my head. 736 Arancini. Arancini 80. You already started to regret your decision. She oh, said, man. no. No, they're off the menu. Rice, rice just oh. became illegal. <laughs> right now, I don't know if it's an epidemic, man. It's, I, I bought yeah. that, that uh, the Arancinotto maker. Oh, forget it. Me, it's fucking yeah. ice cream scooper. I bought two scoopers. Yeah. It's, it's, it's honestly, it works well. But when you're in a, no. Oh, you can't. You gotta, you, can't. you gotta do it by hand. Or yeah, let's, yeah, I'm go, gonna go. take them off. Yeah, you take them I'm off. Take them off the menu. You want arancini? I'll, I'll send them to you. Good. Uh, he can make he can make you at least seven hundred of them. <laughs> Minimum. So before we go, man, um, I, I like to say I usually send off with the words of wisdom. Okay, from someone who is, you know, you're working full time at the hospital, man. And again, thank you for what you're doing during these fucking crazy times. Um, you and your everybody at the hospital, man frontline workers 
we can't thank you guys enough for what you do. Uh, but any words of inspiration that you're juggling that, you're juggling your love for food, cooking, recipe videos, catering, like words of wisdom for people that are thinking of getting into it or any, any line of work that they have a passion for? Um, you're not, you're not going to be the best right out of the gate. You're not going to be the best for a long time. You might not even ever be the best, you know? But if you like it, if it makes you happy, look, what do you, what do you have to lose? You know what I mean? People that are, there's people that work jobs for 15, 20, 25 years. They hate it. And then they retire and they tell themselves, oh, I'm going to learn how to cook because I always wanted to do that. Do it. You could have done it before. Who says, who says that there's, you know, there's one path that you need to take? Exactly. Just do it. If, it, if you fuck up and it fails, hey, look, you learned. You, at least you came out with something. So they, they, you shouldn't be afraid to not be the best in doing it. You might not be. Look, you and me, it's a learning process. We're still yeah. learning. Oh, yeah. Every day. No? Every fucking day. Are, are you famous worldwide? I no. hope. I, I don't hope give... you do. <laughs> yeah. But I don't, I don't even care about that. But, I think, yeah. you know, yeah. We, 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 we do it because we, we love, love it. it. You do it because you want to share it and you do it because you hope it impacts people and people take something home from that, you know? hundred percent. So if, if you, and I think if that's always, if that always, that's always your intention when you do it, eventually the rest will come. Whatever success you want to have, whether it's money, whether it's fame, whether I think it's going to come, just keep putting that same effort and passion up because people will see it. They'll feed off that. Exactly. And it'll grow organically. You don't have to force the shit. You know, just do what you have to do. Do what you love. And look at this podcast. Yeah. Look at this podcast. You're doing it. You're doing it because you want people to connect with people that are making the food. You want to get awareness out there. Do it. Yeah. People, people are listening. People are listening. Look, I was dying to come on this. I was dying to come on this. I heard, I heard those episodes and I'm like, I feel like a little I kid get, again. I want to get in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, do it. Do it. Yeah. Go find, even if you have to go fucking a restaurant nobody's ever heard of, go interview the chef that makes the pho over there, you know, and they, and they kill it. Yeah. And, you know, do it. Yeah. Stop fucking talking about it. Just, it's, I, to a, in case I don't know if you there, do, but, but I, I listen to a lot of Gary Vee, man, and he, he just fucking woke something up in me. Yeah, he's the king. I, Doesn't matter. Likes don't matter. Content exactly. matters. Intention. Yes. You know? Intent. Intent. So if you, if you want to do it and you want to spread good and you want to, you know, it's going to work out. It's going to work out in a little way. It's going to work out in a big way. Whatever way it works out, you'll be better off than if you didn't yeah. do it. And another, my big thing too is regret. I don't want to fucking have any regret when I, when I fucking croak. <laughs> I don't want to live that shit. I want to know Absolutely. I did it. I tried it at the, the best of my capabilities and that's it. I, I'm, I'm going to just be that. buried in an arancino. That's, that's how it's okay, I mean, actually, I made enough to get buried in fuck 730. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 738 pieces. <laughs> Fucking shit. But uh, yeah. Thomas, man, thank you so much, man. This was long overdue, and I think there's Thomas, more coming. Thank you. I think there's more coming. There's there's more to be said for sure. We could talk about food for for days, weeks, months. Forever, yeah, no problem. <laughs> that's all I do at work, man. My YouTube. It's full of that. When I'm on break and I'm just looking, I'm just like, at the later, at the later. It's all food. So we're going to definitely, I have a podcast too. We'll yeah, man. figure something out for that and we'll do a podcast for that too. Yes, sir, man. Any day, man. Any day. Thank you again, my friend. We'll talk soon. Cheers. Keep fucking cooking. Exactly. Keep doing those videos. <laughs> and bring it tomorrow. Yes. Listen, over the yes, weekend, yes. whenever you do it, whenever you yeah, do it. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be this weekend. I got, I got to do this week because next week's a shit show. But yes. <laughs> We're doing this. Going when down. it's a shit show, it means it's going to be busy. So good. Exactly. Thank you, Thomas, man. Take care. We'll see you soon. See you soon. Ciao, buddy. Ciao.